Napa know-how. This month, get a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil plus a Napa Platinum Oil Filter for $21.98. That's a pretty unbelievable deal. But trust us, it's totally real, but only for a limited time. So get Napa Full Synthetic and a Napa Platinum Oil Filter for $21.98 today. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General States pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 4 30 19. Coming to you live and in full effect for G. Marie Taught Me, the podcast. Um, this is the second episode. We're going to do the business, bullshit, and self-care part two. Um, but yes, this is episode two. I'm so happy to be recording again. Um, it is actually really late at night and I've had two margaritas and a beer so i am full of content tonight <laughs> surprisingly um but let's get right into it so yesterday i had an event and it went well i i can't um complain too much about yesterday's event but when i say it was crazy like it was crazy um there was so much going on at once and um I got to meet a lot of awesome people yesterday rub elbows with a lot of cool people and I am so grateful for the connections that I made yesterday um but most importantly I am so grateful for my father for helping me set up for the event yesterday or else I probably would have lost my shit because I was so tired and I was literally running off of coffee and Jesus like I'm not playing um, I didn't eat anything for like that whole day. And I finally just sat down. I was like, okay, that's it. I have to eat some food because I've, I've only had coffee and lemonade, like nothing else. But yesterday actually went really well. Um, it was an event called Heart of the Art. The organizer, his name is, um, Mr. Don Karan. And basically it was just um, a showcase for a different Detroit artist. And each Detroit artist received either an opportunity to get a studio time, um, an EP deal, or other uh, promo stuff. So it was a really good look for the city of Detroit, especially our um, Detroit curators here. And I, I use the word curator because we have so many different artists here in Michigan. And they don't just do, you know, just one thing. They do a lot of stuff. So big ups to Mr. Don Karan for booking G Marie Media for all of your sound equipment, live event management, and DJ needs. Um, yesterday definitely uh, test my ability to do a lot of stuff at once and to do a lot of stuff at the drop of a nail or a dime, whatever, you know, you call it. But I can say I definitely earned my stripes as an entrepreneur last yesterday, not last night. I'm sorry. Um, I got to shed five at 2 p.m. and I left around 10 30, 11. We loaded, unloaded, and it was a banger. I mean, it was really cool. So there are some clips on my business page 
if you guys want to check out the event and a couple of the um, pictures that I got from a lot of the artists and other performers and stuff, uh, just go on G Marie Media on Instagram. But yeah, so um, business. I don't have too much to talk about as far as business goes. I know um, on the first episode, I talked about having a lot of stuff in writing, um, but... I guess this might fall into the business and self-care category at the same time. Um, I had a, a meeting today, a conference call with my uh, regular job. And one of my coworkers brought up something I thought was really interesting because I am very guilty of this. Um, I find myself doing work outside of our admin time. So I'm literally like sitting on my couch, entering data or other um, paperwork into my iPad off the clock and um, she asked about just having a cutoff time for work and balancing your um, personal and your work life and I almost wanted to chime in but to be honest uh, during the conference call I was not in the best mood because I was literally driving all up and through Upper Michigan um, today so I had to go to Marshall Michigan, which is an hour and a half from Southfield. And then from Marshall, I drove to Jackson, which is 45 minutes. And then Jackson to Adrian, which is another 45 minutes. And then from Adrian back to Southfield was an hour and a half. So um, let's just say I was not in the best shape to even have a conversation with anybody from my team. And um, I do apologize in advance, but at the same time, I mean, it is what it is at this point. But yeah, but she mentioned something about, um, do any of us know how to just like cut ourselves off from work? And it was so funny that she said that because um, like I mentioned in the first episode, I am so big on self-care and I'm really big on um, trying not to work past work hours, especially because I am working full time and running a business. Um part-time but it seems like it's full-time so that work-life balance is so difficult but um again I, I have to give myself a cutoff time at 5 p.m if I'm not done with my work you know I'll get back to either the next day or if it's a Friday like today <laughs> I'll get back to it on Monday because I have other stuff that I have to do but um but yeah so business so we talked about Always having your stuff in writing. Um, what we didn't talk about is... So, I have a, a media company. So, I rent out sound equipment. Um, also, DJ. I do artist brand consulting. I don't manage artists. I think it is probably the most time-consuming thing. Um, and it's very tedious. But I do help artists develop their brand as far as... Um, whether you're a, a musician, you're a visual artist, or you're a curator and you're trying to create an event, I know how to help people develop their brand from just um, my years of marketing, especially working with the company that I work with now. And it's so interesting because what really um, tests my abilities yesterday first off, my patience. <laughs> I, I really had to be patient with a lot of the performers um, that came in yesterday because some weren't planned or should I say performers that were on the schedule to perform. They just wanted to, you know, 
get their music out there. So I am nice enough to let people, you know, send me their music and get their music out there. But yesterday was one of those situations where the MC would introduce the performer and the performer was giving me their music at the same time. And I think that goes with uh, organization and just time management. I was so annoyed by that because, again, I am such an organized person. And, yo, have your shit in advance. Um, but, you know, if you're an artist and you're listening to this, as far as, you know, dealing with the business aspect of being an artist and developing your brand, Get to know the DJ ahead of time. Email the DJ your music ahead of time so there aren't any issues as far as, you know, if you have an MP4 file or a WAV file that won't convert to MP3 or if you have a clean version or a dirty version and you didn't come to a sound check so we don't know what version to play. But just get to know the DJ in advance and, and definitely um, network. There was another gentleman who was, he was really good and he, um, he networked with everybody. He was very polite. He was such a sweetheart. So I couldn't be, you know, mad at him for coming to me at the last minute and giving me his music at the last minute. But again, like if you are a performer, you know, always have your shit situated and also have a backup plan because you never know things happen um life happens and when you are put in a situation where you are being presented in front of top name people you always want to have your t's crossed and your eyes dotted because you never know if you stay ready you ain't got to get ready basically business so that was quick all right let's get into some bullshit ha <laughs> oh basically um being a woman who can provide for herself and do a lot of stuff for herself. Um, it's a gift and a curse. <laughs> and some bullshit that I've been experiencing is my dating life. My dating life is so interesting and it's quite entertaining. Um, mainly because I'm in a position now where all I want to do is just build my brand and leave a legacy and the tolerance that I used to have for a certain type of guy, I no longer have it. And because of that, I've been called an asshole on numerous occasions. <laughs> Simply because I just, I don't have time to waste anymore with people. And it's, it's not my fault that I want better for myself. Um, but... I've noticed that my patience has it's it's running really really low with a uh, with guys. I'm I'm not gonna say a lot of guys with guys. Period. And it is so funny because if I could tell you how many times I've been called an asshole, I won't refer myself. I won't refer to myself as oh I have male tendencies and da -da -da. It's like, no. It's just I just won't deal with certain shit no more. Um, and it's not that dating. It's is a bunch of bullshit but I feel like as a millennial who is an aspiring or a budding entrepreneur dating can be a lot of bullshit I don't know if anybody else experienced this feeling where you're literally just like okay I'm here this person is there um 
And if if I'm not like stimulated intellectually or you know, well mentally, then I lose interest very quickly. Like I would rather sit at home and watch binge watch a season of South Park doing nothing and just eating food than actually go out in social settings because I get so bored with people easily. It's like I am a people person that doesn't like people. I'm working on it. I, I'm working on my heart. God knows my heart, but I am working on it. But um, yeah, back to my dating life. Like I'm just, I think I've reached a point now where I'm just kind of like, you know, if it is meant for me, it will happen. And if it's not meant for me, that's cool. Like, that's fine. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. But I always have, you know, men approach me, ask if they can take me out. And especially when I'm doing business, which is the worst, because I'm the type of person, if we're doing business together, we're not dating. So if you ever do business with me, more than likely, you're not going to date me. So if you don't want to do business with me, or if you want to date me, don't do business with me because I'll shut you down quick. I had a guy um, try to ask me out when I was setting up for the event yesterday. He's actually one of the organizers for the event. And he was just like, you know, let me take you out to lunch. And I'm like, no, let me take you out to dinner. Well, no. Well, let's get a donut for what? Well, let's get some coffee. I don't like coffee. <laughs> like, it was just, I just kept shutting him down. He was just like, Jesus, like, when are you ever, are you ever going to give anybody a chance? And I had to think about that. Um... I don't know. I really don't know. And and maybe my heart is hardened since Gary passed away. Um, Cause like, like I said, I was literally like the first person I ever loved or at least thought, you know, I was in love with. And then when I got older, like I realized like, no, I was really in love with this guy. And I've been in a four year relationship where I really, I loved my spouse, but um, I just think that our love didn't match each other's compatibility and um for that you know I guess that comes with growth and maturity but at the same time I am allowing myself the space and opportunity to grow and to be open to love but for me um because of what happened with Gary was just some bullshit <laughs> basically I, I kind of just put up this guard where I'm like, you know, hey, if you want to date me, let me just give you the um a fair warning of what you're about to get into, especially, you know, just trying to build my business and work a regular job and then travel as much as I do, which is another thing, too, um, because I travel so much. Like I even I tried dating outside of Michigan when I have to travel and it's just it's so many fucking weirdos like outside of Michigan so when if I go out I don't even say it's a date I just say hey let's go out for drinks or whatever meet me at this bar like don't come to my hotel or nothing because guys or people in general they're just really weird so my dating life um is is some bullshit and I know um, you know, they say if you speak negatively on a subject, then you will pretty much breathe negative life into that subject. So I'm really, really trying my best to not be so negative about my dating life. But again, I will say this. Um, if you are a female, if you are an aspiring entrepreneur, um, 
send, shoot me an email. Like, am I the only person that's going through this shit where I am 29, I'll be 30 next year. And I feel like I just kind of hit my prime with, um, you know, my maturity level. Like I've, I've always been mature for my age, but I feel like the, from like 26 and up was really the time that I feel like I became a full grown woman. I mean, besides paying bills and living on my own and stuff and taking on, um, extra responsibilities. Like I really feel like this was my coming of age season for me. So if you are a female, you're listening to the show now, um, you can shoot me an email <laughs> and let me know, like, well, how's your dating life going at, you know, 28, 29, 30 and up or, you know, how is it running a business or even being a traveler and trying to date? And what would you, what would you suggest? Because I mean, like I said, it's not that I have issues getting a male. That's not the problem. The problem is attracting the right male. Like there are some guys that claim to be interested and they'll be interested at first. And then all of a sudden they fall off the face of the earth. And I'm the type of person, if you can't keep my interest, then I'll fall off the face of the earth too. Um, so don't get mad if you don't hear from me. Like you can't, you can't get upset because if I am making or if I'm taking initiative to show interest and you start off being interested and then all of a sudden you just like stop, I'm going to stop also. I, I'm sorry. I'm going to completely stop probably to the point where... If you call me, I'll probably say this isn't even Gabrielle. This is um her assistant. What can I do for you? <laughs> like, it's so bad. I give out my work number. And I don't mean my uh full-time job sale number. I give out my actual company number for my company. When guys want to hit me up, if they're interested. Um, just because at that point, you know, I could shoot a, a text saying hey thank you for booking g marie media how can we help you <laughs> type of thing and i'm trying not to be like that but i mean hey it is what it is like gentlemen i'ma just you know make the announcement if you have a crush on me or if you are trying to date me or if you're trying to pursue me make sure you come with your shit if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Business tip number one, two, and bullshit number one and two for me. I am not a difficult person to deal with. I am very easy. But at the same time, if you can't hold my interest, you might as well delete my number because I'll probably end up doing the same thing a week later. Sorry. But ha, moving on, let's talk about self-care. Self-care best self-care tip I can give you guys is ridding yourself of toxic people. That includes friends, that includes family, that includes relationships that no longer stimulate you mentally as well as physically. Um, Jobs, anything that doesn't aid in your growth. I have been in situations where I've literally had to walk away from friendships, situationships, relationships, because they no longer um, aid in my success. There was a girl I was best friends with, and 
it'll be real funny if she actually listened to this podcast. And I think today is her birthday. I can't remember which another reason why I think that it was interesting how we kind of fell out again. Um, we literally hadn't talked. We fell out maybe two or three years ago and we got back cool and we were cool for two years. And then something happened where she said something to me that I didn't like. And I basically addressed the issue, not in front of anybody. Actually, I just addressed it with her, but I wanted her to know how hurt I was, you know, about something she had said. And I addressed it. And after that, she she texted me an apology. And I still, you know, need to kind of cool off. But where she messed up, um, instead of her just coming to me as a person, she went on social media and started indirectly talking shit about me. And she posted on three different social media sites. So I guess she really wanted me to see what she needed to say or what she had to say because I didn't answer her text the first time. Now, this is how I feel about a situation like this. If you are truly friends with somebody and you guys get into a disagreement, we are too grown to be going on motherfucking social media to air out our dirty laundry. You know where I stay. You probably got a key to my crib. You didn't ate up my food. You didn't wore my clothes. So, if we cool, what you got to go on social media for to say what you need to say indirectly to me? Asking a question. Asking for a friend. Somebody can help me. Um, And what made the whole situation so bad is that I still ran into her other best friend at her job. And... um. I'm respectful to everybody. Like, I don't have any bad blood with anybody. I don't even hate the girl. I'm just, I'm disappointed in the girl that I used to be cool with. But I'm not surprised. So, I, for my own um, physical and mental health, my, my, my mental health, I had to walk away from our friendship the second time and not look back. And I wasn't even hurt. I was just disappointed. But I wasn't surprised. And as a as a self-care tip, I think it is really important to be selfish sometimes with your needs and how people treat you. And if you feel like a person is not respecting you, whether like it's your friend, your family, your spouse, I think it is very important to get up and to take a step back and to walk away. Sometimes you don't have to evaluate a situation because you already know what it is but because we tend to love people so much and we give them the benefit of the doubt we forgive them for a lot of stuff now we can still forgive a person for what they've done for our own sake you don't have to forgive a person for something that they've done to you for their sake i think self-forgiveness or forgiveness for thyself is most important because that's how you're able to move on and do the things that you need to do for you. And I had to forgive her. And even though I still run into her other best friend who honestly is just as fake as her. Um, and yes, and I'm, I'm saying that. So even if I see you out in public at the restaurant where you work at, I'm going to stick with this. It's not just a podcast. It's really how I feel. Um, <laughs> you know, my whole thing is I, I like I said, I'm big on respect and I'm also big on integrity, but most importantly, I'm I'm big on loyalty. 
And as my self-care tip, you you really have to uh, take into initiative and just reevaluate the people that are in your life and see who adds and subtracts. Something I had to do for myself, and I don't suggest this for everybody, but I changed my number. Um, I almost deleted everybody's number just to see who needed to stay on my phone and who didn't need to stay on my phone. Everybody didn't get a text from me when I got a new number. And I still had to evaluate some of the people who I gave my number to to make sure that these people were deserving of my time. Not everybody is deserving of your time. You know, wasted time is just like wasted money. And and time is so precious. You know, time waits for no one. So, and I told somebody else this too. Like, I am obsessed with time. It's so weird. Every time I make a post about something on my snap, I always add the time. One, <laughs> to manage my own time for that day, just to see how much I get done in a day. But also, you know, so people understand that our time is so limited. Every time we lose a second is a second we get closer to God and we don't know when our time is up and I believe in being truly happy and surrounding yourself with people that respect your mental health that respect um your opinion of something I I'm just I'm so disappointed because the first time the girl made the post I think it was like on Facebook or something. And I didn't really even pay any attention to it because I was so busy that day. And I was like, oh, she can be talking about anybody. But the more and more she started posting and the more subliminal messages she started throwing out, I was just like, oh, oh, she talking about me. Okay, cool. So I said, all right, noted. Put it in the back of my head and moved on. I did not contact the girl. I did not speak to her when I ran into her at the comedy show that I usually do lighting for. I had nothing to say because at that point, it was more important for me to preserve my mental health than to argue with somebody who didn't even have the guts to sit down and have an adult conversation with me, but called me family and all in my house, eating up my food, wearing my clothes and stuff. And I'm not saying this to um talk down on her because i'm not i have no hate in my heart for this girl um what was the quote k michelle said i have no hate in my heart but i just have no room for you and that's kind of how i feel as far as taking care of myself and my mental health and mental health is something that we don't talk about um another self-care tip that i've implemented as far as preserving my mental health are devotionals um, I have a book, it's not in front of me, but it is the 365 day devotional book and I read and I meditate, but most importantly, I pray over my business and I pray, you know, for better days and just to have, to be sane, <laughs> to have some type of sanity because so much is going on, so much is happening in the world and again, I strongly believe in preserving your happy. And sometimes that means pissing a lot of people off when you decide to choose you. I pissed a lot of people off. There were a lot of people that no longer have access to me. 
and you know they might call me fake they might say I'm being an asshole but I'm happy and that's all that matters to me right now like I said if I see you I'll acknowledge you I'm not a rude person I'm not mad at you I don't hate you but there's no room for you in my space to grow and now that I've decided to start a business and to not only put my business first besides God, my family, my health, and building my wealth. Like, I just, I don't have time for bullshit anymore. So, my self-care is more important than how you feel about me at this moment because you don't have access to me. That's cool. If, if you want to be upset... I'm sorry that I made you feel this way, but I'm not sorry for choosing me. And I think it is very important that we choose ourselves, you know, in most cases. Like, there are times where you can be selfless, you know, and give back. But there are times where you have to be selfish with your time. Simply because everybody is not deserving of your time. I, I feel like people have to earn that that right to have access to you. And I feel much better when I sit down and I read my devotional and meditate. And it also taught me consistency and discipline because it is a a devotional that you read every day. It's literally for 365 days. Now Towards mid-June, July, I noticed that I started falling off my game. But I got back on the um, the horse. <laughs> so I am back meditating and reading my devotionals in the morning before I go to work. Um, but I, I know why I fell off. Uh, it wasn't because of my relationship with God or anything. That definitely wasn't the case. I was just really, really busy. Um, but, you know, we make time for the things that are most important. And I feel like praying over my business but um also just getting aligned with the universe and getting prepped for my day is just as important and um sometimes you know you find clarity in those small scriptures or even in those devotionals sometimes you you read a word and you're like you know what I needed that word for that day because I was going through something and I needed some type of guidance and I didn't know who to talk to and sometimes we call our friends or we call our family, but we don't call onto the most high and just talk. Like sometimes I'll just have a conversation with, uh, with God in the shower, you know, or when I'm on the road, especially when I'm on the road. Oh my gosh, because I'm by myself and I'm in my head and I'm in my thoughts. But sometimes you just need to release that energy into the universe so you can focus and you can function. It's like it's like an open diary almost. And this podcast, I would consider this podcast almost like an open diary. I'm actually, I'm an introvert and a lot of people don't know that. They think because I'm a performer and I've been performing for like X amount of years, me having a background in, um, in dance and stuff. That I'm just this outgoing person. And I've, I was also told that I can network hell at a funeral. You know, because I know so many people. But a lot of people, maybe they don't realize it. But I am really an introvert. I'm actually a really shy person. And 
I'm really reserved. But I think it was because, the, like, the older I got, the more reserved I became and the more I just pay attention to people or just things, period. So I'm really um, into myself and it's cool. Like, it, it doesn't bother me. But a lot of people think when I'm not, you know, talking or joking around or just being, I guess, what they call Gabby, then something is wrong with me. But I really just like observing and listening. Um, but I also have that problem with my regular job. There is like this um, this thing where I guess because you're not a quote-unquote team player or better yet, you don't like answering your phone every five seconds when you're busy or you're taking care of something that, you know, you automatically have an attitude problem or something's wrong. And it's like, no, I just like listening sometimes. I don't always want to talk. I really don't. But, um, so yeah, so self-care, reading devotionals in the morning and praying, ridding yourself of toxic people, places, and things, um, and also social media plays a really, really big role in surrounding yourself with nothing but positive energy. Like, if there is somebody that you don't like on social media, but you follow them, stop following them. It's not petty. Or anything. If it doesn't serve you in a positive way, why follow them? I don't, I don't understand. Like, I, I believe in just surrounding yourself with nothing but positive energy. I have positive affirmations near my bed. They're like little small canvas positive affirmations. But they're reminders, you know, when I'm not having a good day. And when life gets hard and when shit gets hard, you know, I have that reminder. Or maybe listening to, you know, jazz music. For me, when I go to bed, I always wind down and listen to a little bit of um, music. Jazz, mostly. Just to kind of wind down my day. And maybe that's because my grandma, my grandma Dossie, used to play a lot of jazz when I used to spend a night at her house um, when I was growing up. So it's kind of, it's, it's soothing for me. It's like, I guess, like my security blanket or whatever. But um, find, really find the things that, really really make you happy and hold on to that shit like really hold on to it because it's, it's so much going on in the world right now and a lot of people aren't happy and it's a lot of people dropping like flies and it's like it's really concerning how many people are just dropping like flies and I'm so big on being positive and just spreading genuine love because it's it's easier to just be happy instead of like always being so negative and being sad, but just try to find as much happy in the world. Even if that is reading a book or watching your favorite show again, South Park, I, I can sit here and binge watch this show all day. If I wanted to matter of fact, I'm sitting here watching it now by my office, my little home office, but that's here nor there. Um, but you know, just find your happy as far as your self-care tip, try meditating and reading a devotional. It doesn't have to be every day, but I say try it because you never know. And and going through that list of, you know, people that either add or subtract value into your life. But the show is coming to an end. Um, I always try to keep it under 30 minutes. I'm actually at the 35-minute mark. But if you guys want to um, shoot me 
an email. You can always hit me up at booking at gmariemedia.com. That's B-O-O-K-I-N-G at gmariemedia.com. I'm always looking for new things to talk about. Again, I'm super excited to be recording this podcast. I can't believe I'm actually recording the second one after posting the first one. But I'm so, I'm ready to really dig into some content. And I will be inviting some guests on the G Marie Taught Me podcast. So just be on the lookout. But again, you know, shoot me an email. Or you can follow me at the G Marie Smith. You can also like us on Facebook, the G Marie Smith. Or you can follow my business page, G Marie Media, whichever you prefer. Um, but since the podcast G Marie Taught Me is technically under my personal brand, you know, check me out at the G Marie Smith on Instagram, Twitter, and on Facebook. All right, you guys, I am getting out of here, and I look forward to kicking it with y'all real soon. Talk to you later. <laughs>